Hello, welcome to Discovering Jazz. My name's Larry Sademan here in Victoria, BC. In this program, we all discover jazz old and new together. We'll listen to a wide variety of jazz styles and I'll present different topics, giving ideas as to what we can listen for to enhance our experience. Thanks to Peterborough Independent Podcasters for hosting this podcast. For the next 60 minutes, Discovering Jazz. This week, I'm playing part three of the top albums on today's jazz charts. Focusing on the chart from October 19th, 2020, and the albums that are bubbling below, just below the top ten. This first album was released September of 2020, and it's made it up to number 16 on the jazz charts. And this week, it's down to number 28. It's a double CD of solo piano by Chick Corea on Concord Jazz, and it's called Chick Corea Plays. He doesn't just play piano, but he plays with relationships among different types of music, jazz, Latin, and classical, as well as making connections between various compositions, which he talks about. Apparently, he also plays with the audience, inviting audience members to come up and play duets with him. The track I'm playing, for me, connects back to a Discovering Jazz episode from last year, episode 76, called An Introduction to Jazz, where Victoria's Jan Randall talked about how Chopin was very much the forerunner of modern jazz, thanks to his focus on bending time and chromaticism, which foreshadowed that bebop technique of playing notes a half-tone below or above the melody note. Here is Chikoria playing Chopin's Prelude, Opus 28, number 4. It's jazz, but it's not blatantly jazzed up, if you know what I mean. Chick Corea.
Jay Korea. Next, number 21 on the Jazz Week compilation of radio station charts. And coincidentally, it's an album called Compilation. I'll let the artist introduce himself and the tune that I'm going to play by him, the second track on the album. Hello, everybody. My name is Diego Figueiredo. I am from Brazil. I'm from uh, Sao Paulo, close to Sao Paulo. And I am very happy to be here to play for you and to show my music for you. I am a mix of Brazilian music, classical music and jazz. The second song called Vivencia, it means experience.
Diego Figueredo, Vivencia. Moving up into the top 20, and last week I played tracks from the albums that have now moved up to a number 19 and 20 ranking, albums by the Spanish Harlem Orchestra and by Joe Farnsworth. Number 18 is the Jeff Hamilton Trio and Catch Me If You Can, which at one point had made it all the way up to number three. Along with drummer Jeff Hamilton, the trio includes Israeli-born pianist Tamir Hendelman and bassist John Hamar, H-A-M-A-R. I've gone through the album, and it seems like it's a delightful one to listen to all the way through, thanks to some of the smoothest and free-flowing drumming one can imagine, plus the equally smooth piano of Hendelman. The record has a few originals and a lot of tunes written by jazz artists but are rarely played, such as this one. Written by pianist George Cables, here is Helen's song, Jeff Hamilton Trio.
the Jeff Hamilton Trio. This next one, number 17 on the Jazz Times charts, is perhaps the one that most typifies jazz, including the jazz that a lot of music lovers who profess to hate jazz end up hating. <laughs> Unlike the first three tracks, which may have a more non-jazz appeal, as well as appealing to jazz lovers, it's trombonist arranger John Fedchuk and his New York sextet. The stereotypical jazz part is that all the instrumentalists tend to take solos, and there is a head, which is a melody at the beginning, that gets repeated at the end. But unlike some jazz, the ensemble work seems to all be pretty carefully arranged, resulting in some lovely textures. I also like the fact that on this recording, called Into the Shadows, they play some of my favorite tunes. Complementing the Fed Chuck originals, there's Nature Boy, I Should Care, and the tune I'm going to play, Jean DePaul and Don Ray's Star Eyes. Here it is, the John Fed Chuck New York Sextet.
Star Eyes, a great tune. John Fedchuk and his New York sextet with Fedchuk and trombone, Scott Wentholt, trumpet, Walt Weisskopf and tenor sax, Alan Farnham, piano, David Fink, bass, and Eric Halverson on drums. It's number 17 on the U.S. jazz charts as compiled by Jazz Week. Let's keep moving up the chart. Number 16 is John Beasley and his Monk Estra, and I played Monk's tune Locomotive from that one last week. I'd love to play more, but time is moving down the track. Number 15 is a big band album with Dave Stryker and Bob Mitzer. I listened to a couple tracks, great playing no doubt, by two master ensembles combining their talents, but not really my thing. Then there is number 14, Jose Rizzo's, Rizzo's Mongo Rama and Mariposa's Cantan. That's the name of this, the record. I know nothing about it, so let's hear a track. An old Cuban tune written by Ernesto Duarte Brito in 1953. It features the voice of Yoshige Rizzo. This is Como Fue. explicarme qué pasó One of the few ballads on that recent album of Latin music, uh, performed in authentic Latin styles by an orchestra led by Dischaki Jose Rizzo, R-I-Z-O. He founded this group, Mongorama, 
and it's a nine-piece group inspired by percussionist Mongo Santa Maria, hence the name. That was Como Fue, featuring the voice of Yoshegi Rizzo. It seems to be moving up the charts, and maybe it could lead to another revival of older Cuban son or boleros, which is uh, what happened with a Buena Vista Social Club. Next, let's go funky. Maceo Parker played saxophone with James Brown for 25 years, very much helped to define that James Brown sound. Here he is with a tune written by David Fathead Newman called Hard Times. The album's called Soul Food, Cooking with Maceo, and it went up to number six on the Jazz Times jazz charts and now sits still pretty high at number 12. Maceo Parker. Now we'll take a break from the Jazz Top 40 albums and play a Canadian record that was mentioned on a recent Jazz Week chart the previous week on the October 12th chart in a section called Most Added, which I assume refers to records that have been recently added to the charts of a number of jazz radio stations. There was an album by Toronto Jazz Fusion Group, Manteca, I didn't even know that Manteca were still going. I have an older album of theirs somewhere in my collection. 
Some of it I liked, some of it I didn't. The album is called The Twelfth of Never. I looked it up and discovered that it's it is their 12th album. I guess that's why it's called The Twelfth of Never. And it was released in 2016. So why was it supposedly added to the playlist of nine American jazz radio stations the week prior to October 12th? I don't know. There's no mention of it in the October 19th chart, but it might reappear. Maybe the album's having a comeback. I don't know. But since there hasn't been any jazz fusion played so far today, here's a track from it. It's called Lowdown, Manteca.
Manteca with Lowdown, a 2016 Canadian album that for some unexplained reason was placed on Jazz Week's Most Added section a couple weeks ago. Back to the past week's Top 20, tied with Maceo Parker for number 12, is a record that at one time was number one. I've heard a lot about the Kansas City saxophonist Bobby Watson and his album called Keeping It Real on Smoke Sessions Records. Now I get to listen to some of it. Watson won the 2019 Critics Poll of Jazz Times magazine for Top Alto Saxophonist. The subgenre here is referred to as hard bop, which means a bebop with a bit more African influence, including R&B, gospel music, and blues. This track is a great example of that subgenre, Jackie McLean's Condition Blue, with bassist Curtis Lundy, drummer Victor Jones, pianist Victor Gould, and trumpeter Gifton Jelen, and the amazing alto sax of Bobby Watson.
Bobby Watson, Condition Blue. Number 11 on the October 19th Jazz Week Top 20 is by classically trained composer and pianist Billy Childs, and the album is simply called Acceptance on the Mac Avenue label. I went through a few tracks, and what I heard I really like. It feels classical, but the jazz also comes through pretty clear, as do some international influences. It was hard to decide which track to play. There's one there that includes a chorus of vocalists and Cuban polyrhythms called Dory. But then there is also his interpretation of that old standard, It Never Entered My Mind. And since this program has been short on ballads, I decided to use that one. With just the trio, Hans Glauishing on bass, Eric Harlan drums, and the piano of Billy Childs.
Well, we do have time for another tune. And since I want to leave the actual top ten the next week, here's that other Billy Childs tune that I wanted to play. Dory features the flute of Elena Penderhughes. You've been listening to Discovering Jazz. My name's Larry Sademan. Bye for now. Thank you.